Moogly morning or good moogly evening wherever you are in the world of the internet. As we all still are staying inside with COVID. But today we are now to bring you away from all that shite and we'll bring you the goodness of Final Fantasy. Today I am with my co-host Chili. How you doing, Hello. Chili? Not bad, thank you. How about you? I'm doing better, but that's for another story as I've had, now have loads of medical tests I've got to do. Yay. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not a lot of fun. Look, once but, they're over, they're over. That's what. <laughs> just think about that. A whole month of doing them. Ugh, I don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. But I do have my double vax now, so I do get my Yay. second shot. Uh, was it the second of this month I got my second shot? Nice. So you should be okay yeah. to go out soon because they're like, it's like you're supposed to wait two weeks on you or something like that after your second shot before you, like, you got to wait for it to crawl through your body and stuff. Yeah, and then do you know what I did the next day after that? I went all out to hospital. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so, hey, it's me. Remember me from yesterday. <laughs> ah. so, yeah. Well, no, because um, I got my my shot in another town, which was called Folkestone, and then ah. I had to travel all the way to Canterbury for my hospital appointment. Where basically I was there, the like the lumps and bumps. Okay, it's basically for cancer. Uh, to talk about some stuff that my doctor was worried about. So a lot of fun. I've got to have a biopsy this month. So that's gonna be fun. So I might take a week off of doing it anything. So. Okay. Very interesting month. I bought a uh, stream deck and now I have a button that says thank you video game. That's what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more interesting. Get that stream no, deck it isn't. <laughs> uh, oh, what, having a button that says thank you video games? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could probably sell that as those little button things that people can press. Uh, Everyone uh, can have a chilly thank you video games button. <laughs> Putting, selling Christmas cards. You know, like you open it up and it goes, thank you, video game. <laughs> That'd be great for gamers, because then you could, like, like for parents to have it, it's like, thanks, video games. It has, like, a, I don't know, like a Steam wallet or something in there. Uh, or, like, a PlayStation, like, top-up wallet. I think that'd be pretty good. Thank you, video <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, 25 quid on PlayStation. I don't mind that. Uh, but speaking of PlayStation, we just came from watching the PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, we um, did. We, we, we may put that up on YouTube if we can. Probably I not, will. Copyright. Oh, we will? Okay, cool. I mean, well, who uh, cares? It's co- who cares about our copyright when it comes to our YouTube? <laughs> yeah, who don't really care? Cause we don't make money we... from YouTube anyway, so. Nope. We make it quick. <laughs> anyway, we we've got... Two guests on. Yeah, we do have uh, guests. We have a recent one that we had on a while back on a Christmas... Was it a Christmas episode or was it a Christmas-ish episode? I think we had one about Wise. If I remember correctly, my brain is confuzzled. But they have recently changed their name from Final Fantasy Noob to Final Fantasy Lover. And my dumbass has not changed to a screen, yo. So now we have a screen. But yes, how you doing, Final Fantasy Lover? I'm doing well, thank you guys. Thank you for having me back. It was actually, I had a look at this. It was the Part A, Episode 100 that I was last on. Um, wow. Which I think was my second or third episode, and that was over a year ago. So you guys have gone a year beyond episode one hundred. We're we're creeping them up, <laughs> and yeah. we're only on it. Was it one hundred and twenty nine? Yeah. I think. Well, it's because yeah, we're every so two we'll, weeks. Yeah, we'll, be back. we'll have you back for one fifty at least. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be back yeah. after today, <laughs> I, I think after after the first episode I was on, um, I was sold. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'll be back anytime you need me. You just want to oh, brand yeah. those Chinese? What was it the cheese hookers? Oh, the, yeah, the barbecue cheese hookers and the yeah. Chinese Chinese Elvis. That was yeah. that, I, that I'm putting cheese. that squarely on on Flatus's plate. We also have a new guest, very new, 
Amber Fireheart, how you doing? Hello. Tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Oh God. Uh, I I'm a I, I'm a, a streamer of fourteen and other games. And that's basically stream- it. <laughs> You've been streaming some Final Fantasy six recently, though. It looks like you streamed seven. Yes. Uh, so me and my friend Edgar are doing a race of the entirety of the Final Fantasy series. He's currently in the lead. He's a uh, He's got all the, the games. He's uh, finished the games before me. Uh, so now we're on seven, which he's not very familiar with, but I am. So I'm hoping that I don't lose this one, because if I lose this one, I don't know what I'll do. Uh, seven, uh, that's one of my it, favorites. It's basically, uh, we wanted to play through the entire series together, and we thought we'd make it into a race. Because we thought that would be more interesting than just casually just playing through the games um, and stuff. It's 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 fun. Uh, I enjoy it. We're we're really hoping that we can get it done before sixteen release. I I think we're uh, good on that one. (laughs) Yeah, I think you should be okay with that. And uh, have you? I mean, obviously. Seven, seven is a big favorite for everyone, but do you have sort of any favorite highlights going through? I downloaded the Pixel Remasters today and just started FF1, um, which I've, I've played two through six before. I've never played the first one, um, and I'm really enjoying it, but it's it's very new to me. Well, Seven was always my favorite because it was my first uh, introduction into the series. Same. Uh, the, fir- the first game Same. I ever played was Seven. Um, even though we had Final Fantasy VI, but I uh, I got into Seven first, and I I feel like then I learned way more about Seven, like the compilation, the story, and stuff than <laughs> like like a normal person should. I I just dove head first into forms into the internet and like all the dark corners it was great for a while i mean um seven was really easy to do that because you had like the soldiers there's like four soldiers out of what was it four out of 32 there's no more in the game you're like where are these 28 other soldiers yeah i i i loved i loved the story of seven and i've always found like uh when anything was released in the compilation like when crisis core got released on the uh uh psp i remember playing it in college and just on the bus i i started it up and i started crying because of the graphics because I was see I was like Im- imagining uh, 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 at this stage we didn't have the remake so the 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 intro to crisis core may cry because the graphics are so impressive for when I was playing it this was such a drastic difference to go from the old version to crisis core it's amazing see I felt that when I first started playing 11 and you look back on it now and it, it's it's really weird how your your sort of perceptions and expectations are coloured by that. I mean, looking at the 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 PlayStation Showcase that Chile and Paul were just covering, and I was watching, and Gran Turismo Seven comes up or whichever one it is now, and you know you think, all oh, right, this is it, this is perfect, this is you know as close to watching somebody doing racing as you can get. But I remember thinking about that about Gran Turismo Two when it came out on the PS One. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's never going to get better than this. And you look at it now and go. Oh man, it was awful. 
Gran Turismo was always very pretty. Like it, it always tried to like get prettier every year. Like anytime I would see like trailers for like racing games, like they they jo- the graphics would just get more and more impressive. And I, I might I, I I remember playing a lot of Gran Turismo. I was big into like racing games and co-op games when I was younger. I played lots of Spyro and stuff like that. So because you know I'd play with my brothers. They, they're the ones that got me into video game. Pass it down the line. <laughs> Definitely. So when it, when it came to, like, uh, what, what, like I don't mind watching, like, Grasma, Trisma trailers, but at the same time, I'm like, do they need show for this long? <laughs> it's just cars racing in the circle. Yeah, uh, I would totally play it. I, I would totally play it. Because it's, 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 uh, it's fun to, like, beat somebody in a race. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. One I'm thing was crazy. one thing was that that was really big in, in, in it was uh, fighting games. So Tekken yeah. was uh, my uh, bread and butter. Uh, freaking loved Tekken growing Tekken. up. Yeah. My I, brothers I, would it, my brothers would would get salty when I beat them. They're like, "You're just <laughs> bashing." And I'm just like, "Well, I beat you." Fighting games is <laughs> the reason in the '90s that so many controllers were destroyed. Yeah. My, yeah. my old, they must have been the SNES controllers from when we were playing Street Fighter 2. My brother's controller is full of teeth marks oh, from wow. sheer young frustration. Um, and mine's got a few things in it from where it got thrown at a wall. It, I don't know what it is about fighting games that just induced rage in our house, but me and my brother always used to battle over Street Fighter. And you always had that cheap third party controller for when friends came around. Yeah, that's but... it. You never give the friends <laughs> the original controllers. Yeah, yeah. Very good uh, with technology. I, I tried to I tried to take care of like every, every system that I own. So I still have like the PlayStation Two is in my closet. Uh, I have the PlayStation Three behind me. I've got the PlayStation Four. I've got the PlayStation Five. I've got the PSP that still works. I've got the DS. I've got like all the consoles. Yeah, um, I know that feeling. Uh, I've got I, a I, Mega Drive, I, a PS1. I, just, I, I don't have that. <laughs> I'm, I'm old, okay. I bought. We got rid of our Mega Drive. My my mum got rid of it because it wasn't working. So we we got rid of our Mega Drive and uh, all the games with it. And I'm just like, oh my god, if we kept any of those, they'd be like, they'd be I've worth gold still. now. Yeah, they're, 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 you can you can sell these for like immense money now nah yes nah. they were used they were sometimes way, sonic one was used way too much it, it does not work that much at all it's, sonic one was <laughs> like one of the games i played all the time paul is like what are these games <laughs> yeah no i i i've already went to my phone now. I'm, I'm already like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know that sonic actually wasn't my favorite tails was I, oh. I i liked sonic but tails was my favorite character Master System was my first one. Nah, Mega. I was around with Master System, but we couldn't really afford one, so I ended up getting. I got Mega Drive though. Mega Drive was my first one. You see, I started with an Atari ST in the mid eight, and oh, well. my first my first console was a PS One. Um, because my parents they they, they liked the computers because you know they could pretend that it that all we were going to do on them was do programming and learn music and like hacking or something i don't know but all we did was game on them. so but they wouldn't buy us consoles so as soon as i went to uni i bought a ps1 um that was what i spent like my entire first year's food budget on, on day two 
Yeah, and when then... I went to co- I used my college. I got like some money towards college college stuff, and I'm like, oh, PS2 is out. Yeah, some of my college funds will go to that. <laughs> I I got the uh, at our university. They did a hardship loan if you could prove that you weren't able to support yourself, and so I managed to get a hardship loan. I'm not going to say where I went because it was very dishonest. I got a hardship loan because <laughs> I was struggling to get food and stuff. And then I yeah. spent it on a Dreamcast. And that is still my favorite console of all time. Oh, the so Dreamcast much so, was so good. It was brilliant. I had, to, I had to sell my Dreamcast because it turns out I actually couldn't. Um, and I ended up buying another Dreamcast for a ridiculous amount of money from, uh, from eBay many, many years later because it was such a good console. I still um, have mine had somewhere. When they first came out. I... I'm still ha- I, I got an insane deal on the GameCube when that first came out. We had a secondhand store in town that was like gaming and had other stuff. And for some reason, they had a GameCube. Like, this was like a year after it came out for like 50 quid. I'm like, wow. okay, I'll grab that. <laughs> I, I remember the long boot up. Uh, you'd put in the, the thing and then you'd boot it up. You'd turn on your Mega Drive and the first thing you'd hear is Sega! Oh, the magic oh, I miss it so much. It's like it, you can still like get it sometimes. Sega when they do trailers Sega. and stuff, sometimes they say the name, but they I think they say it faster. I prefer do the do the really old Sega. Yeah. Just, you used to do it. Apparently, oh, it's a copyright issue. Actually, I think I've heard the hearing that the person oh. who said the Sega had the copyright license to the voice acting and something to do with that. It's like, yeah. You wouldn't have that these days, would you? No. They just Sega would have it tied up so tight these days. Yeah. Welcome to the Retro Video Game Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to to turn it into retro. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, it's fine. I I mean, mean, I I played a lot of games, uh, like old games, but I missed out on like loads of stuff. Uh, I never played Ratchet and Crank, um, which like boggles my mind i never came across it and there's other games that i didn't came i didn't come across i obviously played crash bandicoot i remember playing lots of that um there's there's other games that i could probably you could name that i that were out at the time that were really good that everybody's played but i just didn't come across them when i was younger so i played my my entire like my entire list is just final fantasy and anything related to square enix (laughs) i pretty much skipped the entire ps2 generation really apart from a couple of games i i was too busy with final fantasy 11. yeah i couldn't afford a ps i didn't play final fantasy 11. i did uh i i i didn't really like mmos that much um, people were trying to get me into like World of Warcraft and uh, RuneScape and uh, Guild Wars, and I'd I'd play a little bit, I'd dabble with it. I like got to level sixty and wow, my friends were like, "Come on, just grind a little bit more, and you can join us for high tier stuff." And I'm like, "Uh, it's so daunting. I didn't want to do it. There was no, I uh, there was like some it." I don't know what it was. Like I enjoyed the game, but I didn't want to do the grind for these games. So just Paul, is that you? Hmm? You enjoy the high end game, but you don't want to do the grind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you, Relic. I want to do it. <laughs> here's the weirder thing that now that I'm I'm big into fourteen, I love grinding in fourteen. 
It's so weird that 14 is the first MMO where I've like got lost in it. I I got to the level cap. I I I played the the like uh Heavensward when it came out. Um you know, I I played Stormblood when it came out. I and I played Shadow I've been up to date with all of the patches and all the expansion. Um I mean, I, early to date is possible <laughs> i mean i can't say i don't like grinding because i've just done eureka for the third time so yeah exactly <laughs> i so i saw a pie finder where they're like selling eureka runs i'm like wait i can do that in fact <laughs> I I'll, make pay, real money. I'll pay you to let me log into your character and do eureka for you <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you would you chili if i gave you the money would you do that for me because i don't no. know if i want to do eureka I, I wouldn't not I, as I will say this here on podcast I will not accept money to do runs for anyone we will go around do not support paid runs in any way shape or form controversial but you still living up my crafters though right it's okay I'm a crafting mentor I can do that I just can't do your quests Chili, if I if I if I baked you cookies and give you cookies, would you do it then? Yeah, sure. That, they, I wouldn't be pay, I wouldn't be paying you in money. I'd be paying you in cookies. Yay! I mean, I haven't had a cookie in a long time, so yeah, nearly all I, the I cookies have nuts. In. Yeah, nearly all that. Yeah, no nuts, chili. Yeah, no nuts, chili. Uh, I just want a nice gooey chocolate chip, dark chocolate chip, of course, because dark chocolate is the best mm. chocolate. Oh wait, you see the <laughs> I said, the, the crafter leveling. I would say is is all right because if i can do it anyone can do it just do a scud um, restoration and then watch youtube yeah, yeah. We, i last time we spoke when i was on episode 100 i was on a proper burnout because it was i think it was like two years ago i came back just before shadow Prince, having played in 1.0 and arr and heaven's ward a bit and i started a new character two years ago just before shadow bringers coincidentally and made my twitter account as F, you know 14 noon and i was like well i'll document how far I get through and how I get on and all that kind of stuff. And I'd finished 5.0 about, well, about a year ago, whenever it was, when we did episode 100. And then I'd gone, right, now I'm going to level all my craft all at the same time so that I can save on gear and all the rest of it. And I'm going to do it through Ishgard Restoration. And I burnt out in about two weeks because I wasn't using macros. I was like manually crafting everything. And it just completely took me out of the game for a month. Um, and then when I came back, I, I sort of pushed through 5.5 and, and finished all the content. It was like, right, I need to get this done. Before Endwalker, I want to set myself the challenge of doing crafting. So I found some guides that were like, do this, 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 and this. You know, um, Ishgard Restoration, using um, uh, Diadem for your gathering. And all my gatherers were all leveled anyway. And, and then a list of useful, helpful macros. And that just made it so easy. Um, so I did that up to like 71 on them all and then just did the Shadowbringers um, quests and, and a few leaves and stuff. And it, it, I was there in no time. Nice. Chili's right, though. The thing that nearly drove me to burn out again was doing all the class quests on all eight of when I when I hadn't done them from level 20 onwards. I mean, I still have my level one. It was funny. I went to go get my crafted mentor. So I've got a crafted mentor, and then I open my, my duty finder, yeah, my journal, and it's like, Botany, your first scythe. Sweet! <laughs> I'm probably of a crafting mentor myself. Yeah, I'm somewhat of a crafting. Uh, Susan says, be like Flattest and just let your girlfriend or partner, it could be either girlfriend or boyfriend, I'm sure, 
Make all your grand company crafting items for your leveling. It's easy peasy. Now you'd have to get one though. You'd need yep. to be in a relationship for that. So yeah, right now I, I, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm I'm out of this. I cannot do that. There was a point yeah, where I would happily have been with his girlfriend to get him yeah. to do that for me. Yeah, we would need unless we we all need a, 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 to be in a relationship to do that. Um, and Tim and Sauce, I wish my wife would help me grind face. Still haven't got her to pick up a controller yet. Okay. You'll make a streamer of her yet, Tib. Yeah. Don't worry. As soon as you've got make to her, do the readings. Let her listen to this, and then let her listen to your podcast. Eventually, she'll make her own podcast, and that'll be fine. <laughs> My understanding is that she was going to start contributing to Tib's podcast and, oh, and wow. doing some that's of awesome. the, the story content and the voices. I don't know how far he's got with persuading her, but but that's... That's those little baby steps. Yeah. I've managed to get my wife playing D&D with me on a Sunday, which has, it hasn't been a difficult thing to sell, actually. But, you know, I'm, I'm quite pleased with that as an achievement. Yeah, we need a UK version of She Heals I Tank. In fact, we just oh, need a She Heals I Tank because there is no She Heals I Tank right now. No, More although I hear though. a rumour that Vegan Pete's on Maelstrom Radio. Yeah, go check out Maelstrom Radio on Twitch or TV's on Maelstrom Radio. Which, by the time this will go live in the podcast form, their version will also be live. So go check them out. Yeah, that, Talon's like, that's how it happens. You listen to Moogle Ground and then you start your own show. Well, it, technically, it since I was last on, so when I was on episode 100, it was me as some guy who had like 40 tweets over the course of a year. And then Taru TV and Mioni. I was I was so outclassed. It was such like a, a privileged <laughs> situation to be on with content creator but technically i can call myself a streamer now because i have done 114 stream it was three go. hours long and for the first one hour you were fishing minutes, right i was muted <laughs> yeah i was watching it ish yeah you, were fishing. you did really well because i think you were the only person watching it for the hour and a half i did where all i did was fish and i rabbited <laughs> on about nothing and i was muted <laughs> and until tib logged in and when you realize no one can hear you i was like oh crap. Done that. I, I got my i've done that Oh. <laughs> what I didn't realise is when you when you stream from a PlayStation, it defaults to muting your mic, but it doesn't tell you that. No, it's a sensible thing to do in that you don't want to go live and I don't know be heard doing something you shouldn't. But it doesn't tell you that you're muted. So I just went live and started talking stuff and playing fourteen. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I've 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 often uh, started streaming on OBS and then like uh, a couple of minutes I realise oh shit I'm muted. I've I've been talking this whole time. My chat has not heard a single thing. Then again, my chat's normally fairly empty. So <laughs> I guess, in a sense, is it a good thing? I suppose maybe maybe the people coming in after I figured it out will will not realize my mistake, but then go back and watch the vod and wonder why I'm talking to myself. Why there's nothing, and then suddenly volume. You see my. My VOD also is completely silent, I think, until, like, there's just, and it was awful as well, just I was grinding my relic fishing rod. So all I was doing was sitting in one spot and fishing for an hour and a half. <laughs> I'd got all my bait and everything. So I did nothing but cast real cast. And I was I was telling this whole story about how I got into Final Fantasy, how I got into fourteen, how long I've been doing it. Or, you know, I, I felt I'd really delivered some key content. And then Tip logged on and goes, you realise no one can hear you. I was like, oh, right, okay. Uh, that, that's no, really no, you have to, no, you have to, no, you have to do it again. Oh, yeah, that's it. I mean, it, the I never planned to stream. I was bored one day because my login queue was like 500 people before they, they did the server patch. And mm. I was like, oh, I'll just, I've never tried the ps5 share button i'll just see how easy it is to stream i was already linked to twitch and stuff so like, oh it's dead easy so that night i was like well i might as well stream the session i'm going to do 
because why not? And so I did it and it was quite good fun. And I, I do plan to do it again, actually. Yes. And, and, and start doing a bit of a regular. Once you start, I feel like once you get like started with streaming, because uh, I've, I, I, I've made videos, edited down videos, but I feel like streaming is so much easier, so much like less stressful because I don't have to go into an editing software afterwards and have to sit through like clips, 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 more clips. I can yeah. just chill out and play a game and yeah just sit down and play yeah i did a youtube channel on something on call of duty for noobs for a while and that was all pre-recorded edited elgato captured but and it's so much effort um and then just to fire up the stream and just (laughs) once i finally had people in chat who could hear me to be able to just talk to people it was great fun i remember my first uh videos uh um like kind of I think gameplay videos were actually on World of Warcraft. I was playing I uh had gotten Mr. Pandaria and I thought because you know super cool a hit that like uh I was gonna get into the algorithm and stuff. I don't know. I was just playing music and having fun and playing the game and I uploaded it to YouTube and I expected nothing but I like I didn't get anywhere. <laughs> I don't I was seen a couple of times and I actually got a comment on like one of my videos like a couple of years after <laughs> I looked back and I was like, hey, there's a comment here. Oh, <laughs> why did you play music? Because I didn't know what to talk about. <laughs> I was like, the thing is, Talon is absolutely right from what he said in chat. Is You listen to MGR, you start your own show. It's we, like, If they know, can I, do it, we can do it better and make a new one of our own. <laughs> I think if they can do it, we can do it is, is a yeah. good sort of motto for the whole 14 streaming community. I wouldn't say do it better. I think... I think <laughs> On your worst day, really? at least you guys don't have your mics did. So I've yet to get to those um, those heady heights. I mean, but, I know, used to be like that all the time when I first started streaming, to be honest. But that's only because I just didn't like to talk. So um, well, that's that's something. Now, else. now you can't get him to shut up. He's fucking talking what? all the time. Now nah, he's he's off on one when it comes to streaming. Yeah, I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> you see, I I sometimes struggle with with shutting up but once you start streaming it's like what do you say especially when there's no one there it's like well you don't want people logging in and you're just quiet so you need to learn like tib said something that i found really useful which is you know just just voice your inner monologue but my inner monologue is dark and disturbing so you know it's (laughs) there's only a certain audience wants to listen to that you get all these guides you you get all these like guides as well into like uh how to how to stream and how to keep viewer attention and stuff and it's like oh your viewer attention lasts 17 seconds or some shit and you have to keep you have to re-talk and say hey this is odd and i'm doing this and i'm like really i mean uh okay i guess i guess i'm going nowhere with this because because i'm just gonna do what i do hopefully enjoy it that's the power of of content creation though i mean i think if if you go into it as a so I, I need to I need to do this to make money. I think the people that do that mm. almost do it with the wrong attitude. Whereas I think if it's like, you know what, this will be interesting, I'll share this, and there is an audience for it, that audience will find you, especially I think I found 14 more than any other game I've watched or streamed or done YouTube videos for just has that awesome community. And it people just love to network and sort of shout out other people's stuff. And so you you do just like get talent. that. Go check out Talent Broadbent. Yeah, Talon's awesome. I was watching his stream the other night, and I'm, I'm... Tip and Salt, Talon, Mione, 
Um, <laughs> Amber Firehearts, who's, who's in the stream right now, go check out her channel. Uh, Mushroom Radio, <laughs> she heals our tank. Um, this I, I have so many. Um, Ready Set Ben is back to Final Fantasy fourteen, from what I can tell. Um, Mistoso. Um, you see, Talon for me is Talon's completely aspirational because yeah. the first episode of this podcast Talon was on was the first one I was on, and he was he was like right at the start of his journey with doing the stream and stuff, and and yeah. we had a, a really really good episode, and then suddenly Talon's got a podcast and he's streaming and it's brilliant, it's entertaining. I'm like. But this guy's so easy to get on with. Like, I, I don't know what I think a pro podcaster or streamer is like, but I was like, it's just talent. It's the guy I was hanging out with on Moogle Go Round, and and he's, you know, he's turned out some fantastic content. So everyone can. When you when you come down to it, uh, like I've talked to a lot of people, like streamers and uh, like content creators. Luckily, I've been in a situation where I've actually got into chats with most of these people, and normally. They're just as down to earth as we are. So, like, when you think about it, they're probably just chill. Uh, so <laughs> we're I said, I we're all normal people. <laughs> behind the, behind these monitors, we're all yeah. normal. We're just well, I, normal might be a strong word to use for me. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see what's behind my monitor, but I can I can <laughs> I can portray myself as normal. <laughs> That's yeah, the key. Yeah, but it, what what I mean is like you get people that say that like they're afraid the approach like um people like really high up there people and um even i get that way like if i if i was to just randomly come across said no zeppelin in real life i'd be like oh my god <laughs> I, I, but but it uh, but at the same time i'm like but i i do what uh, i do what they do i i carry i i live stream i create content yeah, it's not up to, I'm not getting their types of views, but you don't think like that. You just think if they, if they're doing it, then they've got to have a somewhat similar attitude to you. They just enjoy playing games. Yeah. And, and everyone has an audience. Like there's, there'll be a wide group of people out there who like the games you like, mm. like the way that you play them and the attitude you have towards them. And it's just, if you're out there, those people will find you. Um, and if you've got a group of people who don't like your content, then they don't watch your content after the first time. So, you know, it, it's sort of a self-selecting process anyway. It's it's brilliant. Well, bad that Paul hasn't been able to talk much. Oh, no, I've, I've been grinding out on Doku. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Get those lip levels. <laughs> yeah, I've just, like, you know, just been like talking. I was like, oh, yeah, I've just been listening. I'm like, yeah. Talent. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel like everybody gets nervous. Like I any every time I go live, I feel like a nerve. I feel nervous because I'm on on live and uh, uh, somebody's gonna watch it at the end of the day. You know, there's some level of stress to streaming, but it's it's, a, it's it, you gotta have a kind of laid back attitude. I don't know. <laughs> Am I giving good advice? Yeah, I would say so. But I think that, so. Talent's like, just I'm nervous do what you was... enjoy doing and just keep doing it. As long as you're enjoying it, then that's the main point, right? If you're not having fun, then the, your audience isn't going to have fun. Yeah, now, it's and always ultimately, with... if you're playing games and not having fun, what's the point? Exactly. Now, when games Talon become said... not fun, it's it's just bad times. But as Talent said, he was talking about um, being nervous when he was on the podcast. It. It's always weird when people tell me that before or after the show. I'm like, but why? We're just normal people talking about a video game that we like. There's no, no, very nothing. Very intimidating, we... Chili. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, 
I am the scary. Raw. It's, it's that worry that Paul's going to call you that special word. <laughs> See, I know what talent means. I've, I felt the same. And I think the reason is that as somebody who'd listened to the podcast already and had sort of interacted with you guys yeah. on Twitter, there, there is this weird wall goes up and it breaks down quite quickly. Like, you know, I've, I've met Tibian through you guys and when he was on your episode and then through his stream and his podcast and... You know, I quite often watch Tib stream and he's watched the one time I streamed. And, and you know, it, I, I can sort of chat to Tib about anything. He's, he's great. But initially, there is that sort of them and us. That's sort of, well, they're, they're content creators. They're official. Like, I've, I've followed these guys on Twitter. I've listened to their podcast. I've watched them stream. The, you build these walls yourself. It's such a weird thing. And as I've got it's to know you weird. and Paul, that, that just evaporates. You know, I just look forward to the next time we all get to chat. But you almost can't go into it without that because in a weird way, in our own nerd world, it's like you're talking to someone you know from the TV or someone from a soap opera. Yeah, it's exactly. And you're talking like to them that. as a human being. Yeah, it's it, it, it. when when uh, when you think about like the big streamers, they've got to like treat themselves almost as popular as like stars and uh, stuff from. Well, I, I don't know if the that big, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, they, if they go, uh, they, you get re get recognized when you walk outside the door. Kind of famous. I don't know how many uh, of the big time streamers just get bombarded by fans, but I imagine it happens. Can you uh, imagine going into a shop and getting bombarded by fans? I, I, I'm I, just I, trying to do my groceries. <laughs> I mean, that's the power of the internet, though, isn't it? Like, in yeah. years and years ago, right in the early days, when, when Day9 was doing his StarCrafts, I used to watch a lot of Day9 YouTube stuff when he was well-known in, in that community, but he wasn't that well-known online. Mm -hmm. And now Day9 is doing, like, all the adverts for Magic Arena on YouTube and on TV and stuff with, you know, Danny Trejo and... It, He's he's like this this proper huge celebrity. But it's like well, I used to watch his videos back when he was just doing weird little vlogs about some car accident. Mm. Uh, of course, you, you you hear about the crazy people, uh, crazy fans too that like try to figure out where where the where streamers like live as well. Yeah, I don't think I'm yeah. ever going to have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I won't have to worry about it's that. when you get honest, super I big. I, I, I'll be honest. I've only ever had one sort of. Well, I've had a couple, but my weirdest one was um, when uh, you 2018. Said you tell them the story. I'm really sorry. Uh, I won't do it again. 2018 fan fest. I was at the media, you know, section of the fan fest. Yeah, I sat at the front with all the yeah, like all the bigger names like Lama Todd, a certain person that I don't want to mention anymore, um, Mr. Happy. Yeah, there's a load of like these well-known content creators, and this guy, you know, came up and asked for autographs. And like, oh, can I get your autograph, Mr. Happy? He's like, yeah, sure. Can I get your autograph, Lama Todd? Yeah, sure. Can I get your blah, blah, blah? And then he looked at me, and I, I think he's like, I don't know who you are, but you stood here with the rest of them. So out of manners, I might just ask you anyways. <laughs> I want it on record right here and now, Chili. I would like your autograph. Please. Sure. Yeah, I'd love it too, please. I'm okay. going to frame it, and I'm going to put it on my wall. Well, if I ever meet, you can have it. Put it... If you put it on a Nando's menu, then yeah. my life is... Yeah. I will sign anything. <laughs> so if you bring a Nando's yeah, menu, and just, I will sign go, it. Go into a Nando's and steal their menu, and then just get chili. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the dream. But, that's that's Moogle Go Around merch right there. 
I've, I've got the Loom <laughs> Chan heat changing mug from episode 100, but it's nothing like a, an autographed <laughs> menu. Uh, uh, that'll never be sold again. <laughs> no, I, I stopped using mine because I was worried that the heat changing would, would stop working. Yeah. It's now like a, a treasured item on my desk. Uh, hell, even I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing the t shirt right now. I wear the t shirt all the time. It's a really good t shirt, but I don't have the mug. Yeah, I wear the t shirt a lot. My yeah. mum's got the t shirt. <laughs> we'll probably do merch for episode 150, but it'll be different merch. Maybe underwear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, silly underwear. Moogle go round underwear. You want underwear? It just says Moogle go this way round, so you don't wear it. Moogle go this way round. Just have the palm at the front. I'll admit that there was some stuff that Paul got to see that didn't get released. Like, I made uh, Moogle go round sneakers. For episode 100. Oh, man. Yeah. I designed Moogle Ground sneakers, Moogle Ground flip-flops. Cool. They never got released. But yeah, they got designed. I, re- I remember uh, uh, when Streamlabs was advertising me the store on the dashboard. Yeah. And it kept like shoving it into my face. And I was like, okay, I'll look at it. Gosh. Put my logo on a t-shirt. And then I'll- I linked it on my uh, Twitch to see if anyone would want to buy it. But then I just cut it completely because it's like why 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 i'm not i don't have that much well that's what we use uh, for the store for the hundred i just paid for a month of prime and then cancelled it afterwards mm. <laughs> yeah it's quite expensive like was yeah. it, 30 quid yeah prime is pretty expensive but the quality is so good that it was it was kind yeah, of worth quality, it it was like coming from spangs they wouldn't get it until like two months yeah <laughs> so it was like uh, i think most of the uh british people who got it Kind of got it like a half of the American. Sorry, but it had taken quite a lot of time to get. It. Oh. So, Fantasy Fourteen is the game we play, right? Yes. Oh yeah, that's the one. Um, now we were going to do a DPS episode, but I don't know if we're going to bother really. But do, do you both? Any anyone here play DPS? I I play everything, yeah. But I have okay. I have two DPS at max level, so like I have played some DPS, and I'm currently leveling a third one in a vaguely weird way in that i'm leveling scholar and therefore i will finally have my summoner up which my my first icon when i started the final fantasy noob channel was summoner because that was going to be the first job i leveled all the way up i was going to be summoner and i think it lasted like 50 levels and then i did something else i've got dragoon and uh red mage both at max uh amber When I started playing the game, I started as a bard because I liked uh, the Makote from the Rumble Born uh, intro movie. Oh, yeah. When I saw that, I like immediately clicked with the Makote that was shooting the bow. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to make my character after her. So that's what I did. Um, and I just enjoyed the game from there. Uh, when I replayed it, and it did when I remade. Uh, I ah, when I made a new character and decided to main on a different server from Masamune. Um, I decided that I wouldn't go DPS because of the queues, because the queues were horrible for for me um, as a DPS. So I wanted easy queues. So I knew healers had easy queues, and I thought giving healing a try. So 
I want white mage. That's exactly the reason that I got white mage to 80 before anything else was I just, I started a summoner and the queues, I'd log on and not get a dungeon before I had to go and do something else. And I was like, I, you know what, healers. I, I, I was in a queue uh, for like over a half an hour waiting for something as a DPS. And I was just like, oh God. Uh, so I, I'd messaged my friend who mained a healer and I'd ask her to queue with me so that I could get the dungeons done. Yeah. Because otherwise I wouldn't get any of the dungeons done. I just could not get into like anything. I'd queue up for something and I'd be waiting like a half an hour. But, it's, if, but if my friend queued with me, I'd be like two seconds. And if it's... I'll if that's endgame, that's annoying, but if it's blocking MSQ progress, it feels so bad, because you're so excited to learn the next bit of the story, and it's like, no, you've now got to wait 18, 19 minutes. Like, it, oh, is, God, it, it was really annoying because when I was when I was trying to level up, I was trying to do the the roulette, and the, even the roulette was really slow for me, uh, and my friend who got me into playing 14 was this, like, Give, you have to do your roulettes to get enough experience to finish the story and grinding the levels to 50 was actually so slow i actually didn't think i was going to get to 50 i was like i'm gonna quit the game before i get to 50 there's no way i'm gonna see end game and i actually didn't play any like end game content of aroma born uh by the time i got to like the end i think the the first two patches had come out or were coming out and it just went straight into like patch stories. Um, I remember the feast coming out uh, and uh, like having to run away from Uldar. It was crazy. I still haven't done Binding Coil. It's on my long list of. Yeah, I, I, di I didn't either. My friend was telling me to do coils and I was like, what are coils? And she's like, you'll understand. Just go to do this. And I'm like, as a DPS, I was uh, with the long queues. It was just very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it was just. It wasn't appealing to do other content outside of main story, because the queues were so long. Of course, now the queues are uh, not as long anymore because the servers have been overpacked with players. So all the queues are popping for stuff and it's nice to see the server it's nice to see like 14 so busy even though it's downtime for the game yeah i think the anticipation for endwalk is huge isn't it I, you know it's it's the right it's the right time that sort of perfect storm and it's brought a load of people in with big streamers and problems over and all of that stuff but the fact that everything is is so popular right before Endwalker, I think Endwalker is going to be such, like a big expansion. Um, I can't, I can't wait for Endwalker. I'm, I was so disappointed that I missed out on the collector's edition because I was up, uh, I was awake for the most of the night, but I just couldn't stay awake any longer. And uh, I knew that the uh, the st the collector's edition box wasn't going to come out until the next morning anyway and i thought there there would be plenty there but with the with so many people coming to the game uh it sold out within like a half an hour yeah yeah i i'm happy I it got didn't mine. last long at all i'm happy i got mine i'm gonna keep it sealed like i've done the others <laughs> um oh, and i i'm i i was so upset actually as 
I I was so upset that I missed out on it because I was like, oh, if I'd woken up any earlier, I would have probably I would been in a queue keep, at least to get it. But I'd say keep an I eye on it, it because people have been charged. Oh yeah, I really hope that they. I really hope that they do more boxes for people. I really hope that they make more boxes, the collector well, boxes. Not just that, but would, people haven't like been it. charged. People haven't been charged yet if they're pre-ordered so keep an eye because there yeah. might be some people that don't have money in and it gets cancelled or they don't want it later on so yeah I, maybe next month told. there'll be some more that pop up but it'll be I a think, limited I think, amount i think mio's like yeah he says like keep an eye to it it might it, it, you never know it might yeah. come back out they might make more with the demand being so high i can't i can't imagine it would be a downside to make more right I mean, they always they the collector editions always sold out after sold afterwards. Mm-hmm. At least I think so, right? I think, I think so. I, don't know. I think you can still buy like the, I know that you can the digital collector's edition. You can st- mm. like you can still get like the Realm Reborn collector's edition stuff, like digital stuff. I don't know if you can get the physical boxes. I have the Stormblood and the Shadowbringers because those are the only ones I got. I was tempted to get the Heaven's Word collector's edition. But I didn't know how, like, even after Realm of Warn, I was like, this game is good, but it hasn't hooked me, I don't think, yet. So I was unsure, like, how far I would go, like, how much further I'd go, but my friend was, like, determined to keep me in the game. And I'm so glad she did. You see, I'm so excited for Endwalker, because it is my first expansion, it's the first expansion I'm ready for. So, like, I I played since 1.0, but never never really got i've i've got like five different alt accounts two of which are 1.0 and two of which are arr and i'd enjoyed it but never really got hooked until i restarted a couple of years ago just be, but it was just before Shadowbringers, which was you know i, I didn't know it was coming out I, and the, the only reason that i'm on the server i'm on was when i logged onto my old character it was like a queue of a thousand people i was like why is this so i just rolled on a new server and and started a new character and it obviously it's completely hooked me in this time but I'm now ready. You know, I've got all my crafters and gatherers leveled. I've got a number of jobs leveled to 80. I've done 5.5. It'll be the first day that on day one, I can log into Endwalker and start doing Endwalker content. Because I, I talked about this on the show when I was first with, with Chili and Paul, that when I first started, I was really excited for the game. And the first thing I did was download the latest episode of Maelstrom, She Heals Like Tank, Gather Together, um, uh, go around and a few others that I'd listened to before and immediately couldn't listen to any of them because they were all talking about the new expansion and it was by the time I found <laughs> all my podcast we were about a week or two in so people were starting to go right well this is week one we're not going to spoil too much but this, I'm like no so for six months while I tried to <laughs> up the shadow bringers I couldn't even listen to content which was was killing me because I love to listen to podcasts when I'm not gaming yeah so this uh, time I can do it I I remember uh uh pre-ordering uh stormblood and getting into the early access for stormblood it was the first time i did early access it was in time for early access because i wasn't in time for heaven's ward but um i was for uh stormblood and i remember uh it was it, i remember raban's wall the l- line of like people lining up and I would I, I was just so amazed that like people kept the line for so long like the line would just get longer 
Um, and people would come and take pictures of the line. <laughs> I did it myself. It was great. I, 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 I loved it. People were trying to get past it. And th there were some people that said that they managed to and that they were able to continue the story. And because I was, I, I was trying to stream uh, uh, Stormblood at the time, uh, I kept trying to get past the instance uh, and I couldn't. So I just gave up. But apparently, if you kept at it, it like it will glitch you past it or something. Because apparently, people got past Raban's wall. That's way too it was done. Cause, uh, Samurai came out. And I was living in Redmond. I was lucky at that point, and I was just living in that. So. <laughs> I kind of want. I kind of want uh, a Raban Savage to to just f for even even an April Fool's joke because oh. that would be hilarious. I said I got the actor to do it in real life. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Anyway, DPS jobs. Yes, DPS. <laughs> yes. Back, back, back to the topic. Yes. I say um, topic. It's Moogle Ground. We were going to do episodes on each role, but with the job trailer being out in like two weeks, anything yes. we say now is going to be like no next week actually. Super um, by Paul, we're going to be hopefully going to be doing it with Mouse from Radio. Mm, so that'll be good. Um, I'm, uh, uh, who's looking forward to the job trailer? Uh, Paul, do you want to say anything before we, we jump into this? Because I, I feel bad that you haven't talked. Uh, um, I think I'm just looking right now at a few classes. Obviously, the summer, the summoner and scholar. Yeah, and also bards. There's a, a my kind of hunky-dory looking at. And obviously, Reaper, because I hope there's more Reaper, because that's what I'm going to be playing next expansion. Be a one trick, nothing else. Um, but hopefully, and Dark Knight. I want to see if Dark Knight gets their love back. And I know Flatters from Melsham Radio wants to see Dark Knight get some love. Mm, so Yeah, me too. It, it, it's my latest job to 80, and it, it certainly was going to be my main through Endwalker. It may still. I've got some ideas, but I'm so excited for Dark Knight because I've really, I struggled with it um, in in early leveling. Um, and, and Tibian in the chat, I, I, I'd said I'm going to do Dark Knight, and I did like three levels of it and went, can't play this i don't enjoy it i'm gonna go back to warrior and tib was like you don't like dark now it's like yeah i'm like level 35 he's like right keep playing it so i kept playing it and it is brilliant i don't mind it but paladin is still my favorite tank talk about dps jobs though my favorite dps is still monk even though monk makes me cry inside because <laughs> i don't like what they did by removing mm -hmm. grease lightning it's i don't like it and it, i could it, watch it, you monk in eureka for days yeah Oh, thank you. Yeah, a, a, a skill that uh, a, a skill that I miss is Reign of Death on Bard. Please oh. bring that back. Please bring it back. I'm hoping uh, we get some spam arrows. <laughs> I'm hoping we get some skills back that we lost. Like I know it sounds protect, weird. Protect, still protect, skin, stone skin. Yeah. The reason why I feel like stone skin wouldn't work currently is because we've got so much HP that you would have to nerf the percentage of stone skin so much that it would it would look stupid when you looked at the tooltip. Like, yeah, but we're getting nerfed anyway. So this is, yeah, oh, yeah, getting nerfed, getting nerfed anyway. Yeah. After the stat squish, that might work. Yeah, yeah, but they might bring it back because they're they're nerfing stats anyway. Right now, it wouldn't work because we've got like two hundred k HP, and a five percent stone skin would be stupid. But you'd say so you'd have to be like stone skin does zero point five percent. But now that we're actually getting our HP nerfed down to because of the stat squish, which by the way. As I've said before, and we're going to say it here and we'll go around. Just because your damage is going to be lower and your HP is going to be lower doesn't mean you're going to be doing less damage. It's percentile based. Yeah. Yeah. 
everything is everything is being squished. Yeah. So you, you, the amount of damage that you are doing now, you'll still do to yeah. like the boss. It's just it's going to look lower. Yeah, it's just you'll still, you, you'll still hit the same. I feel like like when the team talk about like stuff like this, it's like I feel like it's unnecessary that they're telling us about this stuff. It's like it's all mathematical stuff. I mean, you could. You don't got you don't gotta tell us this if you don't wanna. I mean, uh, not much is changing, but, but they they, they care so much about us that they're they're gonna yeah. go into detail. And there there will be someone who does a YouTube video that's like, my samurai used to do this many k DPS, and now it does this many. and it's like well, it still does X percent to the boss. It's mm. you know it's just to keep the numbers down on the server so they can manage the the expansion. Yeah. It's uh, it's so that we can we can uh, have more expansions in the future as well um, because Endwalker is not the end as Yoshi P has said I don't know how many times Endwalker is not the end it's it's just the end of Hydlin and Zodiac's arc there's just a story there's an arc of the story and it's coming to an end a new story will be told from. Si from uh, 7.1 onwards, or 6.0 onwards. They should have called it the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> end. So, Tib, so Tib made a couple of points in, in chat, one, one of which was that his favourite DPS is Ninja, but it's punishing if you mess up. And that was the job I always wanted, because that was my 11 mate. Yeah. But I haven't got it too high, because it was the first one that I ran out of room on playing on a controller. I ran out of room on my action bar really? before I discovered W cross hot bars and stuff oh, for using the okay. to game guides i was like I, I at level 30 something i've run out of buttons this is unplayable um, i love the game I, guides I, but i don't like hit the fact that they use macros for some of it oh that's no, why I, need, I, I i can't there's no point no I, so I only bright. macro for crack no i've got um some i've got some controller macros for um you know for asylum and for sorted earth I have it macroed for those so that it'll it'll target it'll do it on the target I, I'm targeted rather than having to move it around. But apart yeah, from I, that, I everything else that. is not macroed. The other thing that Tib said is that Black Mage is awful, and all I will yeah. say to that, given that we're discussing DPS jobs, is when I started my Final Fantasy One Pixel Remaster playthrough today, which I'll be streaming a bit of, I picked a Black Mage and I named it Tibian, just in Aww. your honor. So there you go, mate. Because I knew you, I knew you hated it. <laughs> so I've called my black mage Tibian. My white mage is Chili, obviously, because Chili did the white mage combo. <laughs> oh. And my main is Red Mage because that is my main DPS. Well, I think um, my favorite yeah. DPS is a tie between Red Mage and Dancer. You see, Dancer, oh. Dancer's one that I, I really, really mean to play because everybody talk about, raves. About. Talk about Dancer though. Uh, Susan said Monk was my first job when I started. I see 14, but I didn't know what to pick. You know, if I'm right, she said it was something like, originally it was because it did fisties, um, and I had no clue how to play it, and then I switched to Black Mage, and it, I sucked at it, and now I'm an adequate dancer. She's a really good dancer. A very good dancer, I'd say. I'm not, a, I'm not a good dancer in real life, but I think I'm a good dancer in 14, I think. <laughs> I'm a dad dancer in real life. I think that's a, I think that's a particular stance in 14. You're a dad? <laughs> You're a dad dancer? Yeah, you know, like like old man dance, it, oh. and have been since I was like nineteen. It's it's not like it's new. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the same. See, I, I think I, I'm really what I'm really looking forward to uh, with Reaper is like the story with the class. You know, like this class story. 
I mean, yeah. we already know they're angry botanists. Yeah, but yeah, is yeah, but how angry were they? And I've how deep does botanist. the story go? I mean, they've summoned demons, so I'm going to go with very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody went and stepped on their flowers, and now they're angry. Now they use the axe. <laughs> and then, uh. yeah, and they use demons from the void as slaves to the to the to the harvest. It's the but best now, way to get the crop. Yeah, it is. But now next week we've got the live letter with the job stuff. I do worry that that people are going to overanalyze it. I know we will as well because we're a content creator. So of course we're going to do that just because content. But so many people will be like, "Nan." Monk sucks now because of so-and-so during the live there. It's why yeah. we don't get job changes now or anything like that before the patch. Like, we'll only hear about the actual changes when the patch goes live normally. Because as soon as they announce any changes at all, people will jump on them. Just because, oh my god, it's lost 10 potency. Oh no! Or in the case of Bard, it's lost 10 potency. It's gained 10 potency. Oh, it's lost that 10 potency again. Oh, it's gained that 10 potency. Now we've got the expansion coming out. Uh, uh, and to that, I say, <laughs> I've lost Protect. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, I'm a healer. I'm a healer and lost Protect. That was painful. I got over it. You still have Protect so... in PvP. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, it's that is well. true, yeah. It's the only time I get to see it. Uh, well, except uh, I get to see it in Bastia as well. Yeah, that's, use that's it in Bastia. I can I can use it in Bastia. But I think one uh, one of my friends uh, uh, made a uh, request ages ago, uh, early fourteen, for a skill, um, and that was. A better Isona, like a radio, like a radius Isona that would hit more than one person. That you could just pop, and they would heal a bunch of effects around you. I think the the challenge with that is that they they like that mechanic in in the bigger sort of eight man twenty four man content where there's sort of a, a group wide or a raid wide debuff that you've then got to manage. It's like who do you debuff in the time you've got? And how do you prioritize that? And I think I think if you could do that, it, it takes away some of that power. So I think like some of the content I've, I've started recently to do more kind of older raid content, like the the Shadowbringers Alliance raids and stuff. Uh, sorry, the yeah, the Stormblood Alliance raids. I mean, and you start to see that mechanic more and more. And some of them are, are debuffable, but you see like half the party survives and half doesn't because the healers can't get it all done in time whilst dealing with mechanics. And it's kind but, of that pressure. Whereas but you I think... can it level based, though. Oh yeah, like... absolutely. Um, if, they, I, I... if they introduced it in Endwalker, it would be like a level what, like eighty something. It would be above level eighty, so you wouldn't be able to use it in lower eighty cunt. Therefore, like it wouldn't actually be a problem for older stuff. And then they could make like uh, certain, like already certain debuffs are immune to a. Like Asuna doesn't cure everything. Yeah. Another thing Asuna, my friend any... wish that it, it could do is just heal. Uh, it heals one stat per cast. Um, I think when my friend was always like, I wish it healed everything at once. That way it could move on to the next person. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at Blue Mage. Blue Mage has the AOE Asuna that Skull used to have. It's so good. So this DPS conversation, it's healing jobs then. 
<laughs> I mean, if I talk about Bloom Badge, it's technically it's, it's, it's turning on to like all the jobs. That's I mean, the I, joy of synergy, yeah. Yeah, if I talk about Bloom Mage, though, it, that's technically all the jobs, so it's fine. Here's the thing: if you it, it, you can't just talk about one class, you have to talk about them all. I mean, they're all going to get updated in, in next week. I'm going to have new abilities for all of them. So, like, for those that want to hear about all of them, now remember we've got a tank and a healer podcast. You can go back and listen. <laughs> yeah. The, we had a healer podcast with Brooke, and we had a tank podcast with um flat uh, i'm so bad with names uh, we had we, we had guests on all of them we had uh, flatters java monkey and tarot that was yeah. it yeah and they were all great um and really useful actually i listened to the tank one more than once when i was yeah. switching to dark knight as a sort of tank anxiety everybody tanks it's fine um from a dps point of view i've i've tried a lot of them um tib mentioned like ninja being his issue and ninja's the one that i i do want to go back to but there's just so much going on. But I gravitated towards Dragoon. I think because ultimately Dragoon is quite simple in terms of rotation. It was my first 80 DPS job. And it's cool. And, and Emmy, I, yeah, Emmy. I, Emmy from Musecast. Of course. I leveled Dragoon through Heavensward, which if you're going to level anything through Heavensward, level a Dragoon. Because from a story point of view, you know, when you're fighting Nidhogg and stuff, it was it was so apt and so cool. Um, and then after that, I did Red Mage because I've always liked Red Mage since early refresh game you for anything <laughs> as well but also i did i did a a an eight man uh instance not that long ago my red mage and i think i i rezzed 24 times we did it it was one i hadn't done before it was one that only two people in the group had done before so everyone was struggling i rezzed 24 people i've never done that as a white mage because you've just <laughs> got instant cast reses and you don't have quite the mana issues that healers have and so i just think red mage utility which is talked about a lot is really useful but also the effects look really cool you get flying swords and you jump in and out you've got kind of the best of dragoon but you don't jump back quite as far it feels so you don't jump off stuff quite as much as you do with dragoon. Yeah. <laughs> but dragoon, that's why dragoons are called floor tanks oh i know it's because they they play an important role by tanking the floor i <laughs> have played that role many many times with dragoon <laughs> and done something i've gone this is gonna look so cool and i'm like oh right the arena ends there does it right but yeah. guys, i'm really sorry <laughs> I remember the old day Titan and uh, P oh, the dragoons oh. would jump off the platform. They'd do a jump and then the, the platform would delete and then you just go, whoop! The number of times in Titan that I've thrown my dragoon off the edge of a platform that is now smaller than it used to be. <laughs> uh, this is the memories of like the old days when like funny stuff like that would happen. It wasn't funny at the time for like people. It was like if you're frustrating, but now but but now we all laugh at it. Ah yes, floor tank. Ah, I love the floor. Ah, it's so you see, since they gave Red Mage the ability that when you can do your back jump, you it shares the timer with just like another face damage attack. Mm. I just don't do the back jump anymore unless I need to get out of mechanics because I'm like, it's so embarrassing if you mess up or you back jump into another mechanic. You're like, oh, I timed that really badly because your animation locks for just like a, a few seconds. And then they put out an AOE and you're like, I'm going to land in that and I'm going to die. 
the the best backflip that I ever saw was from uh, one of my friends. We were raiding in. Uh, we were doing. Uh, oh God! Ah, to yeah. the edge. The, 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 uh, seat of sacrifice. We were doing seat of sacrifice. Um, extreme, and we were uh, we were doing good. And then all of a sudden, our red mage uh, he does backflip, and he backflips in soul, and we just started laughing. <laughs> it was great. This is like it, you could, it was magical. The, it was so magical to, ha- to see it happen. Okay, we're going to be starting wrapping up the show now. Um, oh, oh. Was, we've been over an hour. Though I warn you now, anyone that's listening to this right now, next episode is probably going to be super long. You, you're going to agree, Paul, right? Because of everything that we're going to be talking about, probably because there's a lot to cover. So, we're, but this episode, we're going to try and stay with our usual hour ish. Um, so. Um, any thoughts before we start wrapping up? No. I think I think uh, just thanks thanks for having thanks for having me on. It's been fun. Completely okay. agree. Always always good to be on Moogle Go Around. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, no, it's a good podcast. I, I sat here on my phone mostly. <laughs> <laughs> you just you didn't join in. You didn't join in on the conversation. You just like ah oh, phone. <laughs> no, because no, like the first bit, I was like, yeah, I'm too young to talk about any of these. So I'll just get on my phone. But you're yeah. gonna brought up Bard. We were talking about DPS. I know you're a Bard. My <laughs> Bard. I'm Yeah. Yeah. No. You guys had it covered. I was fine. Sitting there drinking water. But we missed you. <laughs> we demand the yeah. last five minutes. It's you talking. We require solid Paul action. Yeah, we need Paul. We need Paul time. This show yeah. does not exist without Paul. Yeah. So, so Paul, we'll be coming samurai. tomorrow of the next show. Samurai, Samurai, I don't care about. I'm just playing Samurai because I'm kind of bored. Because I had nothing else to play, I guess. I haven't tried, I haven't tried Samurai. Samurai is good. the best DPS. Probably because it's just greedy. It has the highest DPS. But other than that, I don't know what they're going to do for it. I don't know if they're going to take out, because the last last media tour was basically giving it just, you know, little, like, niche upgrades kind of thing. It's like, what are they going to be doing to Dancer and Gunbreaker? So they're just going to give them some, you know, little skills here and there just to help out with their rotation now. So su- Samurai is not going to get much. I can, I can say that much. Or I might just get a big overhaul. Who knows? We we don't know. I'm I don't work at Square Enix. I'm like chilly. I don't work at Screen. I don't know anything. I don't <laughs> don't like I don't know any. I don't know anything. Uh, Square Enix and uh, Yoshi P listen into all our conversations. So when we have theories and stuff, they just they just <laughs> micro pick feel- them from the ether and just put them into expansions. So whenever feel- you think you're talking alone, you're not. Square Enix is always listening. I feel bad if there's any employee that has to listen to podcasts and has to, like, oh, new Moogle go around is out. Uh, I guess I have to listen to that. <laughs> they love it. Everybody likes a conversation where people are positive and love the game. It's all good. Uh, anyway. Dancer, I just want Dancer to have some love because right now it's the lowest DPS. Dancer does better, I would say, utility than, uh, than obviously a Bard does. Bard gives you, like, the songs that give like two percent or one percent damage up to two percent crit slash direct. I'd like that to look a little bit better. I'd like the songs to look a little bit better because the songs they, they look appealing to when you you know I'll impress my major's ballad. It does like a little small little like hit and you can barely see it, barely see it. But yeah. And I'm weird, but if I'm gonna play Bard again because I played Bard back in the day for a little bit, I was I didn't main it, but you know I leveled it up. You know what I want? I'm, I'm never gonna get what I want. 
I'm never going to get what I want. But I if want... You, if you don't say it, you won't get it. I want Bard to get his healer limit break back. Same, to be fair. I didn't realize that uh, Bard had a healer LB until like Larry Zar yeah. came out with his video, like talking about like old stuff that happened. It was like this existed at one point. I played yeah. ARR. I don't remember a healer LB three uh, for Bard. I want. But then again, Bard... I, I don't think I went into like I don't think I went into any contents where I had three LB bars. So I want Bard to get a healer LB three but be slightly nerfed so that the healer ones are better, but have it so that instead of... Have it so that the healer, the Bard LB3 healer revives the whole party, but you're only around half HP. That way, the healer one's still technically more useful. Um, and I'd love to see that the Bard LB for all three of them, like LB1, LB2, and LB3, have LB1 and LB2 have a mild heal, so that you support... Or, or if it's not a heal... Have it so that the Bard LB does like a damage buff to the whole group. Same with Dancer and Machinist. Have it so that their LB does something other than just damage. Have it be the lowest damage LB, but have it give a support buff to the whole group in some way. Yeah, because otherwise, as those roles, as that, that ranged physical yeah. DPS, you're just not expected to ever LB because there's always somebody better in the party to do it. And it would yeah. be nice if there was some variation. So you, so you want the LBs to have like a, a, a variation on just, like b- the, uh, 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 with more than just effect. Well, just the, the range support because they're support. Anyway, Paul, what are you going to say? I know like, there have been some utilizations of a ranged LB because in some end game rating they have been used. Same for uh, tank Omega, LBs. right? Omega, you used it to kill both of them times. Yeah, because you know you line it up. It was great, you know, stuff like that. It was, I think, even in Eden at some point, you used it on Garuda and Ifra at some point before yeah. they uh, they went up. I mean, yeah, I'd like it to be better, be a little more fun. Yeah, I just want it because it's a support class to do some support with the limit break. Um, I think, but... I think then it should be a damage up buff yeah. if, if for birds and uh, dancers, it should be like uh, eat. Dancers should have like a kind of speed buff attached to theirs, and then the bard should be damage up, right? Because that would make sense. And the machine would... should just be a nuclear warhead. Yeah, <laughs> the machine is nuclear war. Well, I think that to be to be balanced, as much as I'd like that, I think they should all get the same buff, because otherwise you're just going to have people go, "I don't want a dancer. It only gives crit. We want base damage." Yeah. And yeah. they'll yeah, call that moustache. The yeah, they'll I call that moustache. I don't think they probably would have, you know, I don't think they would have cared so much on the LB because usually obviously oh, yeah. the melee would LB anyway or, you know, they'll be that yeah. or the healer would LB for the raise. I think if they did have that kind of, say if like they were all different, I think, first of all, the machinist one actually just stay as DPS because it doesn't really give any utility, oh. like any support. It can give out a shield with tactician. But that's literally it. That's all it does. Other than that, it's just a burst down DPS. Dancer, support, bard support should have different kind of LB. But I think Dancer would probably still get uh, picked over bard because Dancer is gives so much more than a bard does. It's kind of but the Dancer LB3 is so pretty. Can we just get... Can, can we all agree that Red Mage LB needs to be nerfed? 
<laughs> and by nerfed, I mean lower the brightness. Yeah, it is very, uh, it is very bright. We like shiny things. Let us have our shiny things. I like shiny things, but I've been blinded many times from. Paul, remember, I, uh, just, I, like, I had I had to limit my effects because there were so many people joining the game. There was mm -hmm. like effects everywhere, so I had to lower my effects for the first time in like ages. Uh, I, I think I'll, I'll I think I'll opt them again for Endwalker, but I'll see. No, I have see I'll how have, crazy I have limited gets. effects because I'm a Lalafell and I'm tiny, so any big effect kind of like where am I? <laughs> you you're just making me want to go find your character and go holy on top of you. Yeah. yeah. See, I've see, been I struggling with that in Bozier because yeah, as soon as you get into the critical engagements and it's just all brightness. It's like I have no idea if I'm standing in the goon. So yeah, it's helpful for boss, yeah. Super helpful to have it limited. So Amber Fireheart, have you got any shout yes. outs? Is any any and anything people can do to come is there any contacts you want and how can they watch your content? Uh the, you can watch my content for uh, on twitch.tv slash Amber Fireheart. That's where I stream and uh you can follow me on uh, at Amber Fireheart on Twitter. Um I don't tend to tweet out a lot of stuff, but I uh, retweet some art, if nice art when I see it. And I tweet out uh, almost all the time when I go live. I'm getting very good at that. Um, you got any shout out? Uh, yeah, anyone shout outs. you want to shout out there? Amber, any shout outs? Anyone you want to promote? Or oh, just right. Promote. Oh. Or shout. Yeah, just. Uh, I suppose Edgar Perlazzo, the, the dude that I'm streaming with, um, uh, with the Final Fantasy race. Give him, you could give him a watch. He 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 still he still needs to hit affiliate so that he can get emotes. I mean, so if you can help him get to... emotes, he'd be very happy. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, do, but... you want, do you want a link for his channel? Yeah, if you can put in the chat if you want. And Fargoose, have you got any shout outs and how can they contact you? Well, you can contact me on Twitter at it's currently at ffxiv underscore lover. Um. Although I suspect that. That will change by popular demand to at fart because that yes. is just that, that, well, you, you've got to give in to peer pressure. That's what I was taught as a kid. And Susan Sprinkles, the wonderful Susan Sprinkles, is insistent that I should be called Fart Goose. So I think that is gonna change. Um so it'll either be FFXIV underscore lover or at fart goose. Um if I can get away with that um on Twitter. Um you can find me on Twitch at farthest goose underscore ffxiv underscore lover. Um, I've done one stream. I will do some more, and they will have microphone on. Um, in terms of shout outs, obviously people should be listening to Moogle Go Around Radio, and they should be listening to Maelstrom Radio. Um, people should also go and check out Tibian Salts um, streaming on Twitch because he's fantastic, he's entertaining, and his new podcast, Just Sort of Casual, is definitely worth a listen. He and Beth have got great chemistry so um go and check out the just sort of casual podcast okay and paul oh to all the people all the people that follow all the people that have listened and all the people that have been on the show and all of our friends over at team whiskers as well and shout out to chili for letting me stream tomorrow i'm hoping everything's gonna go right i may see a test stream beforehand probably in a little bit to test tales to see if it, if i can stream it should be able to i don't know but hopefully i can still see but yeah and obviously, you can just follow me at, at Paul One. Uh, no, at, at Paul One. No, it's at Paul Metal One on Twitter. Would I talk anything from Dragon Age to Cyberpunk from Tales? So yeah. And what about you, Chili? You got any shout outs? You got any? Um, I guess I want to shout out to both um, 
Amber Fireheart and to Fart Goose for joining us today. Thank you so much as always. It was a lot of fun. Um, I have to shout out to anyone that is in the chat right now. Um, big shout outs to Talon and Tip Insults and Susan and anyone that came in to join her. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Dylan Thorpe. Um, Dylan Thorne, sorry. Um, they are planning to do a charity event. Um, we're not sure yet exactly if we're going to be involved or not. We've still got to get something talking about it, but I want to promote it a little bit. It's called Pharmacy 14 Light Pie. It should be launching on the September 30th. Um, they plan to do a fundraiser idea to make money for charity. We don't know if we're going to be involved yet. We've still got to do some talks about stuff behind the scenes, but I want to give it a promotion at least. I want to give it a shout out. Um, um, oh, oh, and I want to shout out to whoever bought my mount during the podcast. Thank you, person that bought my mount. <laughs> <laughs> it's sold finally. No, I've got another one. So, oh, okay. Thank you to someone else who bought that mount. Um, <laughs> yeah, I logged in today after work and I was like, I'll do some bunny fates quickly. I opened two chests and I got the mount again. So, thank you for that 6.1 million gil. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whoever you are. I don't, I, I'm not on right now, by the way. I'm not on Fantasy 14 for anyone that wants to know. I've got addicted to selling stuff on the market board with, um, what do you call it, with Eureka. And so I've got the phone app linked on my phone and I'm like constantly checking the prices. <laughs> <laughs> the one good use for the phone app. Yeah. I, but the problem I is actually I actually downloaded just... that as well. Mm -hmm. I got the, the phone app ages ago just so that I could sort out my inventory on the go. And then I never used it for sorting out the other. Yeah, I fall into that category. I'm only um, paying for the sub point. so I can get the um, second saddlebag. Ah, oh, yeah. So I'd, I'd like to just one one other quick shout out to um, Dad Gaming TV just because oh. they I mean he does a whole load of really interesting stuff particularly around fashion and glamours and stuff and did the first in game event I've ever attended um, which was a, a sort of Sprout Fashion Parade that I jumped in on and spent a whole night doing no content other than hanging out with other people and putting on random glamours and it was so well set up and so well sort of organized it just reminded me why this game is so brilliant because there's so much stuff to do that's sort of community built and based um so check out his stuff um he's on on twitch and on twitter and they, he's doing some really really interesting stuff right now he's part of team whiskers as well which we are oh well, Go check out team whiskers A genuine certified hero yay um but no, I want to shout out to everyone. Um, there'll be some more giveaways next week with the uh, big episode where we've got Mistoso and Chaos Unfolding, I think, from what I can tell. I think we've got those two on. Um, um, and Paul will be streaming Tales of Berseria tomorrow, so I don't have to stream till next week now. Not Yay! Tales of Berseria, Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise. It comes well, out tomorrow. in a few minutes. Yeah. So, so, lucky I can't, I can't buy it until this month because I'm going away uh next week so i have to oh. I, get, I have to keep all my money for traveling well have a good travel michelle so, so until next episode this has been chili and paul and amber and uh fart goose um <laughs> <laughs> uh this has been Google go around episode 129 i think yep okay join us next week for 130 woo goodbye everyone good day goodbye